Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. For the past couple of weeks, radio and TV stations around the world were filled with news of Her Majesty's passing. And the Queen will be on people's lips for a few more days, even after a funeral. It's only natural. The English Premier League cancelled all matches for the past two weeks in respect of the Queen's passing. Some countries around the world flew their flags at half-mast for days. Netflix filming of The Crown was suspended as a mark of respect as well. Now, some people love her for what she did, while others, not so much. Personally, I think she was a great queen. It's not easy being a head of state for the UK, but other countries as well. Today on Movie Magic, I'm going to pay tribute to Queen Elizabeth II and recommend some movies and series that will give you a clear insight of the monarchy of England. But let's go back in history. As far as King Arthur... Now, some historians can't confirm if this king ever existed. There's still debate about it. Some historians say that it is based on a real warrior who led the British armies against Saxon invaders in the 6th century. Other historians say it's just fictional, like Robin Hood. While others say there are many locations linked to Camelot, you know, the court where King Arthur reigned. There are many movies and TV series based on the legendary king. Now, here's a list that you should not watch. First Night, starring Sean Connery as the king and Richard Gere as Lancelot. Hollywood made a mess out of this film by making it look too polished and clean. The 2020 movie Arthur and Merlin, Knights of Camelot, was terrible. And so was the 2017 movie King Arthur, Excalibur Rising, which was about King Arthur's son. And that movie was a big joke. Don't even touch it with a 10-foot pole. And then there are many kid movies that go back in time. You know, they travel back in time to the time of Camelot. Well, don't waste your time with those either. But there are two King Arthur movies that I can recommend. The 2004 Ridley Scott's King Arthur was not too bad. It was based on historical findings. But the one and only King Arthur movie that is on top of my list was made back in 1981. It had a full British cast like Helen Myron. Now, I'm going to mention her name quite a bit on the show. Um, Patrick Stewart was in that movie as well, as well as Liam Neeson. Uh, these are just some of the many great actors in this movie. And this was when you know, they were very young, still starting off, you know, in the movie industry. King Arthur was played by Nigel Terry, 
Lancelot was played by Nicholas Clay and Merlin was played by Nicole Williamson. All these three actors are now deceased. Now, although this movie has sorcery and mentions dragons, uh, you don't see any dragons. But what you do see is the breath of the dragon which comes in a thick fog that allows knights to ride on. The movie, till this date, is the best King Arthur movie ever made. Once again, it's titled Excalibur. And there's no way you can convince me that there's a better King Arthur movie than this. Just watching this movie, you'll feel the heaviness of the broad swords and armor. It's quite violent and bloody, and it is so well done. It has a little bit of nudity, not as much as, you know, Game of Thrones, but just a little. Uh, the soundtrack is excellent, too, as it has some classical pieces here and there. Now, I have the DVD, and I've watched it many times. Now, if you happen to have the poster of Excalibur lying around somewhere, pin it up. But if you don't want it, well, well, send it my way. I'll frame it. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Let's move away from fantasy and do some history checks. Shakespeare did plays that entertain people when cinemas did not exist. Now, we have the luxury of watching live plays or going to the cinemas. Henry V was a movie based on a Shakespeare play, and it wasn't dry, but I do remember I was forced to watch dry BBC versions of Shakespeare plays when I was in SGI. It was torture for all of us. If only I was still in secondary school when the 1989 movie of Henry V was released, I would have enjoyed Shakespeare back then. Kenneth Brenner built his career on this movie. He starred, wrote, and directed this adaptation of a Shakespeare play. He had never directed before, but was nominated for Best Director and Best Actor. So this inspired him to do more adaptations of Shakespeare plays. But before you watch this, watch the 2019 movie titled The King. It stars Timothy Chalamet as a young Henry V. Then, after we've watched these two movies, jump ahead to the story of how King Henry VIII was having an affair with... You know what? I shouldn't tell you the premise if you haven't watched that movie yet. It's titled The Other Bolan Girl, starring Natalie Portman and Scarlett Johansson. Peter Morgan wrote this not-so-accurate story of Anne and Mary Bolan. But although it's not accurate, it's quite entertaining. The bonus is that both these actresses are stunning to look at. And if you can't get enough of Henry VIII, there are two series which go in-depth to this king that loved his women. The Tudors, which ran from 2007 to 2010, and, and that series had quite a bit of nudity and sex, and I must warn you about that. And then there's the um, 2016 miniseries titled Henry VIII and his six queens. I know it's a long title. Now, did you know that Herman's Hermits did a you know comedy song titled Henry VIII, I Am? And it has nothing to do with the king. Money FM 89.3. I'm Colin Gomez. And today on Movie Magic, we pay tribute to Her Majesty, the late Queen Elizabeth II. If she was a second, well, there has to be a first, right? Now, I'll touch on that movie in just a bit. Now, earlier I spoke about King Henry VIII, and as you know, he had several wives and maybe even countless mistresses. 
Now, there's a movie titled A Man of All Seasons, and it's an older movie. It won Best Picture and is about Thomas More. He's the man who refused to sign off on King Henry VIII's divorce, which did not sit well with the monarch. Robert Shaw plays Henry, and Paul Schofield won Best Actor for playing Thomas More. And yes, it is a classic, as it was released in 1966. Ah, Henry VIII. What an interesting character. But what about the other King Henrys that came before him? Well, they weren't as hot-blooded as Henry VIII, and that's why he stands out more than the rest. But if you're interested in watching the other King Henry movies, and if I were to pick some for you, watch Beckett. It's another classic which was released in 1964. Richard Burton is Thomas Beckett, and Thomas Beckett was the Archbishop of Canterbury and a key person in the life of Henry II, and Peter O'Toole plays the role of the king. And the movie won Best Adapted Screenplay. Now, Peter O'Toole played Henry II again in a 1968 movie titled The Lion in Winter, and this time the focus is on his marriage to Eleanor of Aquitaine. Anthony Hopkins was given his first major role as Richard the Lionheart, and the graceful Catherine Hepburn won Best Actress for her role as Eleanor. Other actors in this movie were Nigel Terry. Now, I mentioned his name before. If you're paying attention, well, he played King Arthur in Excalibur, and a very young Timothy Dalton, a James Bond that wasn't my favorite. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. From Kings, we move to Queens. And there are quite a few films about Victoria the Great. In fact, there was a 1937 movie titled Victoria the Great, which was commissioned by King Edward VIII. It focuses on the early years of Victoria's reign and her marriage to Prince Albert. This movie transitions from black and white to color as the Queen resumes her public duties. Judy Dench was nominated for many awards for her performance in a 1997 movie titled Mrs. Brown. She was also nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress. Mrs. Brown tells the story of the relationship between the grieving Queen Victoria and her Scottish servant, John Brown, played by Billy Connolly. And then if you want to, you know, confuse yourself, I don't know why you want to do that, but just for fun... If you want to confuse yourself, watch Victoria and Abdul. Now, the reason why I say you'll get a little bit confused watching these two movies back-to-back is because this time, Judy Dench plays the role of Queen Victoria. Now, a not-so-accurate movie about Queen Victoria, but yet elegantly done and quite entertaining as well, is The Young Victoria, which stars Emily Blunt, as the younger version of Queen Victoria. And if you can't get enough of Queen Victoria, then there's a TV series simply titled Victoria. And if you think that Jenna Coleman, who plays the role as a queen in that series, look familiar, well, she was in Doctor Who. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. From Victoria to Elizabeth, but not Elizabeth II, Elizabeth I. Well, let's start with her. And I'm going to list them out briefly. The 1998 movie Elizabeth has Kate Blanchett playing the role. 
She plays Elizabeth Tudor. Elizabeth, The Golden Age is a sequel to that movie, and Kate Blanchett reprises her role. And although this is a sequel, it is also a standalone film, and you don't have to watch the first to watch the second. Both movies were directed by Shekhar Kapoor. Yes, an Indian guy. And it is beautifully done. I really like the camera angles on these two films. Then there's a two-part series titled Elizabeth I and it stars Helen Myron as the Queen. Again, if you want to confuse yourself, watch The Queen, which also stars Helen Myron, but this time as Elizabeth II. And this story is about how she deals with the public following the death of Princess Diana. So now we've jumped ahead in time. Then, of course, there's the six-part series. The sixth and final part is still in production. Now, this series is titled The Crown, which I mentioned at the beginning of the show. This Emmy Award-winning series, premiered in 2016, follows Queen Elizabeth's reign over the years, starting with her early life and marriage to Prince Philip. The show is currently filming its sixth season, but recently paused production following the death of Queen Elizabeth II out of respect. Now I'm sure the writers are writing frantically for the ending now as she passed away. Now the Queen's father, King George VI, is the grandson of Queen Victoria. He used to stutter, and as a king, he was to address the public. And that was scary for him. The King's Speech is a wonderful movie about the king played by Colin Firth and his speech coach was played by Jeffrey Rush. The only thing I didn't like about this movie was the casting of young Elizabeth played by Helena Bonham Carter. In my opinion, she didn't fit the role of the then Princess Elizabeth who would eventually become queen at the age of 25 in 1952. Now, that's a very young age to hold that much responsibility. She was a head of state to not only to the United Kingdom, but other countries that bear her fees on a coin or monetary note like Australia, Canada and New Zealand. Uh, then there are countries that do not bear her fees on their currency like Pakistan, Mauritius, South Africa, Jamaica and so on that have some ties to the UK. Colonization. Well, that's what happened in the past. And it wasn't pleasant. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Wouldn't it be cool to have a collection of banknotes of different countries that bear the face of Queen Elizabeth II? I know Fiji and Eastern Caribbean Grenada have their face on some of their currency notes. And if you have a currency note of Malaya and British Borneo with Queen Elizabeth's face on it, well, keep it safe. If I'm not mistaken, that was the currency used in Singapore during our forefathers' time. It might be of high value and you might be richer than you think. I'm Colin Gomez and this episode of Movie Magic featured movies of the late Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth and her ancestors in the British monarchy. May her soul rest in peace and may God save the King, King Charles III, as he vowed to serve with loyalty, respect, and love. Those were his words during his speech. And I think they were very touching. <laughs> 